listening to Journeys, a bite-sized podcast produced by Comma DC, which is a nonprofit organization that provides a platform for immigrants in the DMV community to share their stories, skills, and ideas. I'm your host, Priyanka Tilve, and today's guest is Hanan Saeed. She started off by telling us about her book, a compilation of poetry called Catalyst. The overall theme of the book is definitely identity. Um, it's definitely my identity as a as a woman, as an immigrant woman, as a Muslim woman, as a black woman, as a woman who was born in a country she's actually not from, but raised in a different country. So it's like a woman who just shares all these different identities and um, experiences and realizing that um, the catalyst part of it is the fact that my heart has gone through something, my voice has gone through something, and my culture brings something to my overall being. And those three things have become the catalyst to who I am as a person today. You mentioned that you were born in a country but had a different background. Can you explain that a little bit more? Um, like, just tell me a bit more about your background. Yeah, so I was uh, born in Saudi Arabia. My parents had immigrated there 15 years before because of the civil war that happened in Eritrea. But I'm also part Ethiopian. So and like our family home is in Ethiopia. And then I was also raised in America. So I was raised in a home in Saudi of three languages, which is Tigrinya, which is an Eritrean language, Amharic, which is an Ethiopian language, and Arabi. So that was like Saudi Arabian Arab language. Um, and... Yeah, when I came to America, I had to learn English and learn the culture here. And it was it was a different culture. And it's just like it was hard to to pinpoint uh, which category I would fit in because I really didn't fit in with the Arab crowd or the Abisha crowd that much or the regular American crowd. So, um, yeah, it's just like a big mix of things. Yeah, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. You said the Arab crowd. And what was the second one you said? The Abisha crowd. So uh, Abyssinia is the location where Ethiopia and Eritrea are, is. Oh. And so we are known as Abishas. Okay. And that's how we call ourselves. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that, mm. that must have been really difficult. What was that transition like for you? You said, how old were you? I was about six. Okay. Or seven. Yeah. Six, seven. Yeah. Um, the thing is, although I was a little bit younger, I think experiencing so many different things and different traumas, you grow up a little bit faster and you remember a lot more stuff so I do remember um, a lot of things that happened I do remember how anxious I was when I was learning English how shy I was when I was learning English Um, I do remember being like shy all of a sudden about where I was from I also do remember thinking that all the languages were one language because I it was it was not like something we differentiated but I was like huh that's really interesting when mom and dad talk they talk this one language and then when my mom <laughs> talks to my aunt she talks a different one when she talks to me it's a different it's like but I didn't really put it together that I grew up with three languages um and then added English that kind of erased mm-hmm. everything else oh, yeah. um yeah so you can't speak those other languages anymore so no so Amharic I understand it fluently Tigrinya I understand it fluently Arabic I can speak it a little bit more read it a little bit more and understand it pretty fluently as well um but yeah no like not as fluently as I know English if that makes any sense yeah. yeah, no, I totally get that. I so identify with that because, like, my family's from Bombay, 
Yeah. Um, and the language spoken in Bombay is Marathi. But then there's also Hindi, which is like the language spoken most commonly in India. And growing up, I didn't realize that those were two different languages. Yeah. And now when I try to speak either one of them, they get mashed together. And then like Spanish, because I studied Spanish for so many years, that got mashed in too. Yeah. And like the foreign language center of my brain is just a mess. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah. 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 <laughs> I actually remember like I really related to a poem that you performed at one of our storytelling nights because of that personal experience I just talked about. Um, the languages poem, is that going to be in your book? Yes, yeah, it will definitely be in the um the book is split into three different chapters. So it will definitely be in the cultural chapter of the book. Yeah. Well, do you mind performing that one for me? Yeah, I got you. Um, okay. So, this is entitled Languages. In class, raising my hand felt like a marathon that I was too weak to be a part of. So I always fell short. Using my voice felt like an avalanche triggered by the earthquake in my knees. This avalanche, a recurring nightmare, these knees, a recurring earthquake. I learned English here. My accent holding onto me like a leech, taking out every ounce of courage to speak. But slowly it went away. Dear tongue, please let these words fall out well enough for them not to ask me where I'm from. I sacrificed three languages for this one. This is what educated sounds like. We flew here on the hopes and dreams that a Mayflower possesses to a strange place where everything was color-coded. Shoes, the news, the county, the system, this place had the stench of occupation covered up with the perfume of freedom, a staged scene. Everything here is a stage, so conversation felt like a performance. Perform well, and you'll be labeled American. One day, a woman will put her arms around you and say, Whoa, you speak so well. This is no compliment, but this is the moment you have been waiting for. I remember once my father said he hated talking at work that they keep asking him to repeat himself. My parents know four languages each fluently. From the battles they have fought, their accents still thick. They sacrificed everything, but carry the load of four languages, a GPS of where they have been. So when people ask me where I'm from, I often hesitate. Because I look like you. I look like you. But I lost my memory all my history before this one, so bear with me. I have an accent now, but only when I speak my own language. Thank you for tuning in to Journey's podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and family and stay tuned for our next conversation. It'll be out next week. And if you want to be on a future episode of Journeys, please reach out. You can find our contact information on kamadc.org. That's K-A-M-A-D-C dot org.